Welcome to Adventures in God with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in God. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. And God has gifted me with dream interpretation for his glory because it's all about him. It's not about me. It's all about him. Remember that when Daniel was, was interpreting dreams, he said, it's God who interprets. It's God who interprets. So these infantrymen would come to me with these dreams and God would use me to interpret them. And I'd give them homework, tell them to come to Jesus, go to the scripture. But anyway, several years later, I'm out of the Marine Corps and I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep, but it wasn't like when I was bad, I couldn't sleep. It was just the Holy Spirit muse. How many of us are writers in here? Anybody, anybody write? You understand the Holy Spirit muse? Just you start get this stirring within you, and it's like, okay, I got this idea. It's time for me to write. And then the anointing falls on you, and then you go into your, your prayer closet. You go to the computer, and you write until the, the anointing lifts. Well, that, that's what happened that night. So I sent that article to a small magazine of the association I'm a part of, they published it. Three months later, we get a phone call that Charisma wants to publish it, and uh, the rest is history. Within a week, they, they asked me to start writing for them. So that's incredible. Um, their website has over 5 million hits a month, which is incredible for you know their emails from Africa and India and stuff like that, which is, which is awesome, and I enjoy writing. I am a co-author of a book, so I don't want to sell you guys anything, but please go to Amazon.com and check out Veronica's Hero, amen? <laughs> It's called Veronica's Hero. It was a PG-13 uh, rating for, for a book. If you guys, it, it is about the supernatural. It is about what God did in and through a young lady who we had personal contact with, who lost her husband in Afghanistan. But it's all about what God did in her and through her. And then my lovely bride, Rochelle, she's got a song on iTunes. 99 cents. Just search Rochelle Lasky for 99 cents. You'll listen to her song, My Way of Hope. We're hoping to get her... Uh, get an EP out sometime soon in, in the not-too-distant future. We're excited for what God has. But please, uh, I apologize. I do have a cold. We ended up stranded in Europe this over the Christmas holiday. We, we went to Paris. We, we went to Germany. So I flew Space A. So Space A, it's space available. And so that doesn't, that means you'll get there. It means you might not get back at the time you want. So we were stuck in Germany for about six days. So I was, I'm, I'm glad I was in Paris and Amsterdam and, you know, but then for Christmas, but then New Year's rolled around. I'm watching TV in a hotel room in Germany, with my family, not knowing if we're going to be on a plane to get home. So then January 1st, all of a sudden, miraculously, a couple of birds show up. We jump on this, this flight, come home. We're all jet lagged, but we made it home. Amen. We're excited for 2017 and the year of destiny. We're excited to be here with you, and uh, there is progress here in this house, amen? I was here, I think, a month and a half ago, and I, what you see over here, those wizards in the back, that is progress, and that's exciting, okay? So it's exciting what God is doing as he's upgrading and updating this house for his glory, amen? So how many of you guys are hungry for the word of God? We're here to power surge. We believe in revival. I believe in a, not just revival. And I, I don't want to offend anybody here. 
But sometimes we pray for revival a little too much. Okay? So let me pierce some of this stuff right now. We pray for revival, but the people who need to get saved are those who need to be vived. Revival is for the church, but awakening is for the world. Awakening is a transformation of society, and that is what we need. We've seen the first awakening, the second great awakening. We need another awakening, and this is the year of destiny for an awakening, for revival for the lost and awakening for society. There, there are teachings about the seven spheres of society, right? The, the, the mountains, the seven mountains, politics, religion. You know, there are a number of things that we need Christians to go into to transform society, Revival's awesome. Okay, I've, I've been in the Holy Ghost goosebumps before. I've been in a part of the Todd Bentley meetings in the Vineyard Church, and, you know, I've been a part of some amazing moves of God. I was at, I was talking to a, a lovely lady over here. Um, I was at the call DC with 500,000 people praying and fasting in the year 2000. All the big name people were there. We were, I took my family to Together 2016 this last July. About 350,000 people were there before they shut it down because of the heat. Okay, 350,000 people praying for a national reset. Okay, that's exciting. It's, it's awesome to be, be, be a part of that, but I am here for an awakening of God. I want to see Jesus high and lifted up through all of it. Okay, and I want him alone to get the credit, him alone to get the glory. I mean, there are some great churches here, there are some great churches around the world, but some of them are centered around a personality when they should be centered around the person of Jesus. See, see, there, yeah, I might have a Twitter account and I might have a, a following, but honestly, I want to point all those people to follow Jesus because it's not about me. It's all about him. It's all about his glory and his fame his destiny for each and every one of us. The scripture says, greater things than these will you do in my name. Greater things. Can we even fathom that God became flesh? And we just celebrated that, the incarnation, his birth recently. Can we truly fathom that God who became flesh can say, Greater things than these, than what I'm doing, will you do in my name for my glory. And it's because of the wonderful Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit was limited in the Old Testament. The Holy Spirit would come and go. Okay, He might fill someone temporarily for a moment. But when Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead, and then the Holy Spirit is poured out on the day of Pentecost. We all now have the Holy Spirit. We all now have the transforming power of God in us and through us, not just for revival, but for awakening. And greater things than these will we do in his name. Greater things. And what are some of these greater things? Jesus healed the sick, cleansed the leper, Raise the dead, cast out demons. Greater things. I've got some testimonies I want to share about some of the greater things that we've seen. I'm a firm believer in the power of the wonderful Holy Spirit. 
Holy Spirit is not a force. He's not a wind. He's not an energy. He is a person. He has emotions. I could commune with him. I could dialogue with him. I could fellowship with him. But the Holy Spirit, if we start dialoguing with the Holy Spirit, see how he changes the conversation. He shifts the focus off of him and onto Jesus. I encourage you to do that. Tonight, go home in your prayer closet, or whether you're driving down the road, however it is that you spend time with God, start dialoguing directly to the Holy Spirit and see how he changes the conversation and puts your affections and your emotions onto Jesus himself. Amen? Greater things than these will you do in my name. I was on a missionary trip to Honduras several years ago, and I, again, I was a youth pastor for a great church, great youth ministry, awesome team, and we took these young people on this mission trip to Honduras, and we're to minister to the poorest of the poor. So we're going in these, what we call the villages, and we're giving out food to the, 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 the hungry, we're giving out clothes to those who are lacking so much. Poverty is pretty rampant in this, this part of Honduras that we were at. But we all had, we had 30 bags of food, 30 bags of food. And we go from house to house, preaching the gospel, sharing the love of Jesus, giving them the food. We put the bags down, share the gospel with them, pick the bags up, and move on to the next house. We've hit like 20 houses, and we still got 30 bags of food. That's amazing. We eventually ended up evangelizing the entire village. I don't even know how many houses, but we still had 30 bags of food left over in the back of the van. We had to toss this stuff out as we're driving down the road to give it away because of God's multiplication of what Jesus was doing in that area. And it was amazing. We saw about 15,000 people come to the crusades because everything culminated in a crusade where signs and wonders and greater things in Jesus' name were taking place. Amen. Right before Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave his disciples the Great Commission, promising them the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 1 verse 8, Jesus said, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. With the Holy Spirit as your teacher, Jared Lasky developed a new Bible study journaling system that is sure to equip you in your adventure with God. The Spirit-Empowered Journal offers life-changing steps that will enhance your biblical studies. This journal will not only help you know how God spoke in the Scripture, but also what He is speaking to you now. This is an incredible approach to Bible study, empowering your spiritual journey. Your relationship with the Holy Spirit and understanding of the Scriptures will increase as you use the Spirit-Empowered Journal. Buy your paperback copy on Amazon.com or FirebornMinistries.com. The scripture says in John 14, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I, I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Then doubting Thomas, he said, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If, re if you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. 
See, there's an inclusion of the gospel, and then there's the exclusion. Everybody can be included. Everybody can be given the love of Jesus, but exclusively, he is the only way to heaven. He told us in the Great Commission that we have to go into all the world and preach the gospel. He said in Matthew chapter 28, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Nations is ethne in Greek. It's ethnic groups, all races, all groups. I heard uh, the Joshua Project says that there's probably two or 3,000 unreached people groups right now. They still need to hear the gospel. Okay, we need to reach people. And we're in the generation now where the gospel, where missions, this is unfortunate, missions is no longer led by North America. Okay, we missed it about 15 or 20 years ago, and we still don't know that we're not leading the way. South America right now is leading the charge. Korea, little itty-bitty Korea, is sending out more missionaries from their nation than most of the U.S. I don't have the statistics right now. I apologize. But we're talking about a, a country, I don't even think it's the size of California. Maybe I'm wrong. But they're sending more missionaries per capita than we are. And they're sending them here to reach us and to reach their people because we didn't reach those people. We've got so many university students from other countries coming here and the church is not reaching them. That's sad. How many of you have ever seen the movie Black Hawk Down? Black Hawk Down. Okay, rated R, but we're all Christians here. We love you. We forgive you. That dictator was a university student here. No Christian reached him. No Christian reached him. We were just at Amsterdam, Christmas Day. How many of you have ever, ever read The Diary of Anne Frank? Okay, fifth grade, I read The Diary of Anne Frank. So we go to the secret annex. We see where her family was in hiding for several years before, before they got captured. There was a church not even a stone's throw away. I haven't done my research yet on this, but when I was there, and I know if you go up into their attic, you can look out to the left because there is like this little canal. But if you go up into the attic and you look to the left, you'll be able to see the church. During the, every hour, you'll be able to hear the bells ringing. Why didn't that church hide them? Why didn't that church reach them? That's tragic, isn't it? So right now, the Holy Spirit's kind of been working on me about this. So I'm going off my notes a little bit. It's, I'm about ready to write an article about this, that the church needs to reach people. The church needs to reach those hiding. The church needs to reach the alien, the widow, the orphan. We need to reach them all. Because it's tragic when we're missing the boat. It's tragic when those, those people are leaving our schools and becoming dictators in their own country. So the Holy Spirit's been dealing with me. We need an awakening. You know, um, Thanksgiving, my, my wife and I, we, we tend to have people over for Thanksgiving. When I was in the Marine Corps, we'd bring in these single Marines. 
every year. I mean, I didn't even know who they were most of the time, but we'd bring them in. You know, there are university students just at, in my university, Regent University, who, you know, they're alone for five or six days during the Thanksgiving break. You know, we could reach them. Old Dominion University, I don't know how many thousands of people go there, but how many of those international students can we share a meal with? Can we invite and just share the love of Jesus with them? So the Holy Spirit's been doing a work on me. There are practical things that each and every one of us can do for, for the glory of God. And it doesn't hurt that often to say, hey, while you leave, what can I pray for you for? Bam, Holy Spirit, fill them. You know, see what the Holy Spirit does. God can use each and every one of us for his glory. I apologize for going off on that tangent. But Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. He is the only way to heaven. He is our salvation. And he gave us the Holy Spirit. Greater things than these. Jesus was... 100% God, 100% man, and but as a man, he was only present in one place at a time, which is why he needed to give each and every one of us his wonderful, precious Holy Spirit, which is why the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit fell down on each and every one of them, and they spoke in tongues, and they prophesied, and they declared the mighty wonders of God on the day of Pentecost, and over 3,000 people got saved. 3,000 people from multiple nations from around the world were present on that day. Now listen, they didn't get discipled because most of them were only passing through for a couple of days. They're passing through for the festival, but they still get saved. They respond to the gospel. They go to their countries. Several years later, the disciples are scattered. There's a persecution going on. Several years later, you know, Paul even walks into a city. He's like, hey, you guys come to Jesus? Yeah, we know Jesus, but we only have the baptism of John. And, and Paul's like, well, here's the rest of the message. You know, and it's spread like a wildfire. God is amazing. He does everything intentionally. If you've ever been to Israel and you see Capernaum, which is Jesus' home base, it was actually a crossroads. I mean, there's the Sea of Galilee, Galilee there. So, you know, boats are coming and going. But all the nations from the north had to go through Capernaum pay a tax, and then transition to wherever they're going, whether it's to Egypt, whether it's to the rest of Israel. And here's Jesus healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons. And here are these Greeks and Gentiles and Jews and people from all nations seeing this and then going on their merry little way. And then several years later, when the disciples are full of the wonderful Holy Spirit, they get the rest of the story. And they come to Jesus and awakening takes place. Amen? Jesus does everything intentionally. 2017 is your year. 2017 is the year of your destiny. Amen? Greater things than these will God do in us and through us. But we also need to have love for God. Love is the key to do greater things. First and foremost is to love him and then to love others. We tend to have this a little messed up when we preach. And I'm a preacher, so I could kind of give myself some, some criticism. Sometimes we think, love God and then love your neighbor as yourself. We're like, so I have to love my neighbor as I love myself. No, no, no. Actually, look a little closer into the text. It's not about you loving yourself. It's about how much God loves you. So we are to love God and to love others. And when we hear that part, love your neighbor as yourself, it's actually 
pouring out God's love because you've had a revelation of how much God loves you, and then you turn around and you pour out his love on them. It's his love through you onto them. Amen? Does that make sense? Did everybody get that? Okay, it's kind of difficult because sometimes it says love your neighbor as yourself. That's when you know how much God loves you. How much God loves you and how much God loves them. An exercise I like to do when I'm out in public is to say, God, show me how much you love this person. Can you show me something about them? Show me how much you love them. It's amazing. You know, sometimes he'll show me good things. He'll show me bad things. Sometimes he'll say, share my love with him. Sometimes it's just between me and him. Sometimes it's just a secret. It's conversation. It's dialogue with the wonderful Holy Spirit. But we are to have love for him and love for others, doing greater things in his name. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. What is the fruit of the Spirit? This is another thing us preachers get wrong. It doesn't say fruits of the Spirit, but it does give us a list of other attributes, right? But it gives us one fruit, and the fruit of the Spirit is love. The patience, the joy, the peace, the kindness, the goodness, the faithfulness, the gentleness, the self-control, all of that flows out of love. The fruit of the Spirit is love. The fruit of the Spirit is loving Him. It's pouring out His love upon others. Love is the key. Love is the key to seeing Him do greater things in us and through us, to seeing the wonderful and precious Spirit of God do greater things. When I was in Iraq, I was spiritually dry, I'll be honest. Totally spiritually dry. You know, I probably went to chapel like twice in seven months. But my roommate was hungry for the things of God. And I started sharing with him things that I'd seen God do through me, things that God has done miraculously in other people's lives. And as, and I was, as I was sharing about the baptism with the Holy Spirit, the wonderful, precious Holy Spirit baptism, I sensed the Holy Spirit say, ask him if he wants that. So I said, Brandon, do you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? He's like, yeah. Honestly, he has no grid for it. He didn't know what to expect from it. But I laid hands on him. I started praying in tongues. And he was gloriously, wonderfully filled with the Holy Spirit in Iraq. That's amazing. In Afghanistan, one of my sergeants, I I got a hold of these books. John MacArthur, great guy. Very solid biblical preacher. So this book was on assurance of salvation. And my sergeant, he was like, Jared, honestly, I didn't know if I was truly saved, but now I do. And here it is, probably the worst nation that I've ever been to. I mean, it's not fun getting shot at. And here he is, professes faith in Jesus, gets reassured of his salvation. And it's probably one of the first people to be water baptized in the Hellman River Valley in who knows how many years. That's for, to the glory of God. Those are greater things. In the dark spaces, in the dark places, we could take the presence of God. Listen, in my platoon of 26, 16 had been blown up. Every time we'd hit an IED, 
I'd pray. I'd be praying in the spirit, in dark places and dark spaces. All of my guys who got blown up, we came home, but we came home different. But now more and more, you know, here it is. It's been, that was 2009. And a number of them have given their lives to Jesus since. I had one. He was my platoon commander. He said, Jared, I was recently saved and water baptized. When I was water baptized, I thought of you. You know, here's years later. I don't know what seeds I planted. Only God knows. But God brings it to fruition. Amen? It's all for his glory. It's, it's greater things done in his name. I'd like everybody to close, bow your heads, close your eyes. Ask the wonderful Holy Spirit to fill you, to saturate you. His presence is, is here. He's amazing. Precious Jesus, take over, have your way. Do greater things. Do greater things in your name, Jesus. Do greater things in your name, Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I take authority. Lord God, we break the enemy in Jesus' name. Lord God, right now, I pray for healing in Jesus' name. Lord God, if anybody has a, a knee that needs healed, in Jesus' name, bring the healing to that in Jesus' name. Father God, right now, for those who've got ideas, Lord God, bring clarity to their minds, Lord God. If there are if they're whispers from the enemy, I cut off the whispers of the enemy, and I pray in Jesus' name that only your whispers, the Holy Spirit whispers, will speak to them clearly in Jesus' name. Even right now, I see a rainbow. I see the rainbow of the Holy Spirit over people right now in Jesus' name. Lord God, there's someone who, someone's been trying to collect uh, unjustly. Uh, there is no debt. It, it, it's an unjust debt. They don't owe it, Lord God. I pray right now that you cancel the assignment of the enemy in Jesus' name and you bring forth abundance in Jesus' name. Lord God, that this person will see, get it, receive a letter, Lord God, saying like, it's been cleared, it's gone, it, it was unjust. I pray for that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Okay, I'd like to pray for some people. I like this gentleman right here. This guy, right? What's, what's, what's your name, bro? Don. Don. And who's this? Lisa. Don and Lisa. You guys, you guys came together? You're here? Okay, come on, come on down. Come on down. Don and Lisa. Hey, bro, come on. Don't look at them. <laughs> so Don, Don, yeah, bro. precious, wonderful Jesus right now in the name of Jesus, I pray that your Holy Spirit saturate Don in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, you are a ray of hope in some people's life, bro. I see you encouraging people. I see you lifting people up. I see you, um, the, like just there are some people who are down and out and you're drawn to them. You're drawn to them and you bless them with your words. You bless them even with uh, little notes and little things that you say. And I see you just blessing other people's lives. There's even some someone who, uh, you, you may not even know it, but they were kind of thinking of some crazy thoughts, thinking of ending it all, but you encourage them and you bless them and you are a ray of sunshine in their life. So right now, God, in Jesus' name, I pray that you pour out your spirit upon Don more in Jesus' name, more in Jesus' name, that you continue to speak through him, Lord. Lord, there's gonna be, there, there are times, Don, where you're sitting there kind of like a, in a circle of people talking, but then all of a sudden your mouth, you know, the Holy Spirit's speaking through you. Your mouth is going, and you're like, 
kind of looking back at yourself like, wow, I said that? That's God, bro. That is God. So I pray for more of that upon your life, Don. In Jesus' name, Lord God, continue to speak, speak life through him. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I even see you, Don, driving in a car, uh, just speaking, you know, um, I don't know how often you do this, but just singing, just talking to Jesus, just having a conversation, having good old time with him. And he's, he's happy about that. He's there with you. He is your pilot. He's your co-pilot. He's there with you, Don. Thank you, Jesus. Pray that in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. And then Lisa, right? Lisa, let's pray for you. Precious, wonderful Jesus, take over. Fill up Lisa right now in the name of Jesus. Come fly with me in Jesus' name. Up, up, up in Jesus' name. There we go, right there. Right in the throne room. Lord, continue to gift her with visions. Continue to gift her, Lord. Even right now, I pray that she sees the gates of heaven and she walks into the presence. That she walks right in. There we go. There we go. Right in. Those gates are open. Lisa, I see you. I see you like these visions, these things. You're, you're drying them. You're, you're, you're coloring them. There are these tapestries and amazing things being put together. Pieces of a puzzle. And you're going to be able to put these pieces of the puzzle together in time. You're going to be able to see the full masterpiece. And he is making you artistic and gifted and, and, and blessed in Jesus' name. So I pray, God, right now in Jesus' name, you continue to give her visions. Lord God, even right now in Jesus' name, I pray that you give her dreams in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Fill her up, Lord. Give her wings, Lord, prophetic wings. Lord God, continue to grow these wings in Jesus' name. May she see the prophetic element of the eagle's wings that are wrapped around her, Lord. May she mature and blossom like never before. This is her year for your glory. I bless that in Jesus' name. Does that make sense, Lisa? <laughs> Amen. Okay. Well, connect with us. Okay, let us know. In a few months, let us know what God's doing. Amen? I got this gentleman right here. I met him earlier. This one right here. Come on. Yeah, this guy. Come on. Come on. Come on, bro. I did meet you earlier, but it was briefly. What's your name, bro? Bill? Bill. Okay, Bill. Okay. Precious Jesus, I bless Bill in Jesus' name. I bless him in Jesus' name. Bro, I see you uh, enjoying creation. I see you looking at creation and, and just having a conversation. I see that there have been some, some doubts, some fears. There, there have been some things that, that maybe you are questioning, but but God is saying that he's here for you, bro. He's here uh, with the word of God. He's here to pull you deeper into his presence, Bill, in Jesus' name. I see you um, being drawn, being pulled like a, like a gravity force, being pulled into the presence of God. So I pray for that in Jesus' name, Lord God, that, that Bill will be drawn closer to the word of God. Lord, that you give Bill a hunger for the scripture. Lord God, that you give him the tools necessary to learn and study and exegete the scripture in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord God, that um, you continue to work on his character. I see Jesus working surgery on you, Bill. I see him kind of um, cutting some things off and, and you know, just chipping away. And, and I see deep inside your treasured diamond. I see you being perfected. 
for his glory, like just shining brightly for Jesus. You are valuable. You are, you are priceless, bro, in the eyes of God. So I bless that in the name of Jesus. Lord, continue to bless him. May he be drawn to you more and more in Jesus' name. Lord God, as he looks out the window, as he just is curious, Lord God, as he dialogues with you, I pray that he hears your voice clearly in the name of Jesus. Lord, as he, he plays the beats, as he drives down the road, as he is listening to um, the music, Lord God, may he be ushered into your presence like never before in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Does that make sense, bro? Huh? Give me a hug. Give me a hug. There you go. There you go. Be blessed. Who's next? Volunteer? Volunteer, voluntold? My son. My, my kids are amazing. Okay, like, let's, let's just keep it real. As a church planner, as a mi- uh, minister, God speaks to these kids. He, he leads us. It's profound. I mean, there might be times where I'm tucking them into bed. They're into, oh, thanks. They're into, like, upside-down contortionist or something, you know? And I'm like, dude, like, pay attention. Bow your head, close your eyes, do something spiritual or religious. Like, Jesus just showed me. I was riding on a horse into that, and I'm like, wow, dude, it's amazing. Thank you for this. Let's see, other, other things. All my kids have been baptized with the Spirit. It's amazing. They were all five years old, four years old. It's amazing what God is, does in and through kids. My oldest was like five. He came into my room, and I was praying in tongues. He was like, I want to do that. I want to speak in Spanish. So I was like, I was like, I was like, well, it's not Spanish; it's the language the Holy Spirit gives you. So then we prayed a quick prayer, and he starts praying in tongues. It was amazing. My twins—they're about four years old—and uh, it's just a bedtime prayer. Holy Spirit filled them up. And then Isaiah, just a few months, uh, six months ago, you know, he uh, he came into my room, and um, I don't even know what the conversation was, but you know, he's in one of those weird contortions and. And the Holy Spirit, he's like, because I'm praying in tongues. And he was like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to speak in gibberish. I was like, well, it's not gibberish. I was like, well, let the Holy Spirit fill you. Because usually when people question it, it means the Holy Spirit's speaking to them. So if someone ever asks you, what, what is the joy in you? It's because the Holy Spirit's working in them. It's time for you to answer. So... Anyway, I was like, well, so we prayed a prayer. And then he was like, I was like, so what's Holy Spirit doing? He's like, I've got gibberish on my mind. I was like, well, that's not gibberish, but why don't you start praying in it? Okay. So then he covers himself up in the blanket. For the next 30 minutes, he starts singing in gibberish. Amen. It was amazing. And it was speaking in tongues. It's amazing. So God can use children. God can use each and every one of our kids. Our kids can be revivalists. If you've ever seen the videos of the kids that take over the worship services, they start preaching and praying and prophesying, that's amazing. We're going to see more of that as the Spirit of God is poured out on all flesh. Amen? All flesh. I'm, I can't wait. Can't wait. So who's my volunteer? This is my volunteer. Come on down. Yeah, come on down. I saw your hand first. No. What's your name? Karina. Karina. 
Karina. That's awesome. Awesome. Good. Come on. Precious, wonderful Jesus. Take over. Take over, Jesus. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray for more wisdom and revelation of you. In Jesus' name, I pray that you continue to speak to her to write, continue to speak to her to journal, continue to speak to her in her quiet times, Lord. I see you writing words. I see you writing poetry. I see you writing uh, just things that or even doodling things, but they all have a purpose. They all have a purpose. So I pray, Lord God, that you continue to bless her in the name of Jesus, that you continue to fill her, Lord God. Lord, that you, Karina, I see you just having a good time with Jesus. I see you back to a time of sweet innocence. Just you have this this loving, laughter relationship with Jesus. I see him like pushing you on a swing. I see you on a playground, if that makes any sense. Just enjoying the presence of God, enjoying the presence of Jesus. So I bless that in Jesus' name. Lord God, I pray that you continue to take her into higher realms with you. Lord God, you continue to speak to her through um, wisdom, through the spirit of revelation. Karina, I don't know if you see this, but I see you just going on these slip and slides in heaven. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense to me, but just enjoying the heavenlies. There's a realm of glory where you go. There's a realm of glory even in your quiet place, even in your secret place. That some people may not even understand, but you do, and Jesus does, and it's, it's between you and him. That's a wonderful, joyous place. I see you just, you're, you might be alone, but he's there, and you're getting drunk in the spirit. You're getting filled with the spirit right where you are. I see you washing dishes. I see you doing small acts of service, just singing and, and whistling and, and just being filled with the joy of the Lord, and I bless that in the name of Jesus. Lord God, continue to bless her. Continue, Lord God, to just have her serve, Lord God. Continue to bless that gift in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. And right now, Lord God, I pray for a financial breakthrough. I pray for prosperity and blessing in the name of Jesus. It's coming. It's on the way. Lord God, I pray for, Lord God, that that she will be blessed beyond anything she's ever seen before, Lord God. I thank you for that. And I bless that for your glory. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. We love you, Jesus. Does that make sense? Amen. 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 If we could all stand up, give Jesus praise, give him glory. I think now's the opportunity to, um, if you want prayer, if we have a, a prayer team, you know, they, they could come forward and pray for people. I don't want to do anything that is out of the norm here. But if you want prayer, now is the time for you to receive prayer. If you need breakthrough, if you need healing, if you need a, a word from God, you're more than welcome to come forward and receive prayer from these awesome people. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in God. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com, and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in God.